Welcome to Me Time, the podcast for women in midlife who've been taking care of everyone else and now say, it's my turn to take care of me. I'm Kim Aceto, health and self-care coach for women in midlife and your host. Thank you for spending your precious me time with me right now. Enjoy the show. Okay, so today I have invited Jen Williams back on the podcast. So let me tell you about Jen. Jen Williams is a travel expert, photographer, and online educator who specializes in teaching people who want unique travel experiences how to live their travel dreams through courses and services on her website, Launch Your Travels. Having been to over 80 countries and islands, lived in four different countries, and with over 20 years of experience in the travel industry, Jen effectively uses her wealth of travel experience to help her students and clients claim their travel victories. Her programs cover travel-related topics like how to stay safe and healthy, ways to plan and execute a trip, independent travel mindset techniques, and money-saving tips. Jen Williams, welcome back to the Me Time Midlife Podcast. Thanks, Kim. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I am so excited to have you back. And uh, I think I mentioned this last time. Um, I, I did invite you in, uh, I think, early October, mm-hmm. uh, episode 171. If anyone is interested in going back and listening to that one, it was called How to Safely Launch Your Travels During COVID. Um, so that was the last time that we had, not the last time we talked, but this last time we mm-hmm. recorded a podcast. Um, and I also talked about on that podcast that you were going to um, like run a retreat for me uh, in Vancouver for some of my clients. And unfortunately that had to be postponed. So that's being postponed mm-hmm. to 2022, but I am so looking forward to doing that with you. And it's already been a ton of fun just me talking too. about I'm it, so planning excited. it. And yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so anyway, you know, like it's been a long year. Yes, yes. I mean, where to begin? begin, (laughs) There's so much to talk about. Right, right. I know. So anyway, let's, let's just kind of talk about um, here we are, it's like the end of August. um, And, you know, things are different around the world, depending on, you know, vaccine availability, Mm -hmm. and, you know, vaccine, you know, people getting the vaccine and, um, you know, it's just different everywhere. So, um, it's kind of hard to kind of talk to one area of the world. Um, But let's just kind of talk about some of the things that um, you think are kind of current uh, Mm -hmm. and that are not really going to change. So let's, with that in mind, uh, are people traveling? What's happening right now? (laughs) What do you know? (laughs) Okay. So yes, people are traveling. Um, It just depends on people's risk assessment and what they feel comfortable with. Now, a lot of people are traveling, but they're still keeping to domestic travel. Um, But there are more and more people going internationally. And again, just depends on what flexibility you have, and as well as where you're going to be going. So you definitely want to check out what the status is in the country that you're going to, you know, you may need some extra travel time if you have a quarantine there, or if you have a quarantine to get back into your own country, everything's going to be different. So you really want to look into the details of where you're going, 
what the restrictions are, as well as coming home. Uh, every country is going to have different restrictions for their citizens to come home from abroad as well. So I think that's why a lot of people are still sticking to domestic travel a little bit more currently until those kind of ease up a little bit uh, more in the future too. Right, right. Yeah, I know for us in BC, it was, um, you know, things have changed. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I'm so glad you brought that up, because, you know, traveling to especially another country, um, you have to, you have to stay up to date with what's happening there, and their situation totally. and assess your risk, like you're talking about and see if, um, you know, you feel safe going. Um, and, or if you're even um, invited, right? Exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, and then uh, coming home as well, right? Um, you know, there are some countries where I know here, um, you know, being tested is important. And then if you do test positive, you do have to quarantine. And, yeah. you know, we had the hotel thing for a little while yeah. um, that you had to stay in a hotel for three days. And then there's the whole border thing where if you can, you can't fly over, but you can drive over. So right? like I know. people were finding loopholes to travel, Everywhere. but um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm just really glad you brought that up. Like not just thinking about your trip, but thinking about like coming home and what yeah. you're going to have to think about. Yeah, exactly. And, and you have to think about it too, because things change at a drop of a hat like this the situation is so fluid that you may be away on vacation and the rules may have changed back in Canada or wherever you're from to get back in. So I know a lot of people were stuck out at one point um, when the rules had changed, at least for Canada, when they were changing that you needed to uh, be tested 24 hours before you got on your flight. And a lot of the places don't have that capability. And so they were being stuck in certain places because they haven't been able, they weren't able to find a place to do a quick test like that. So you got to kind of look at all the worst case scenario type things as well when you're um, traveling internationally at the moment still, unfortunately. Absolutely. And do you have any international travel planned yourself? Not this year. I'm still still staying domestic myself. Um, I have international travel booked for next year, though. Right. Great. I do have a trip back home to LA to see mm. everybody, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, you know, my family, friends, clients, uh, community, all, all of that in October. So, um, we'll kind of see how things are going then, but, um, yeah, yeah you just have to kind of play it by ear and stay. Yeah. Updated. Stay up to date and, and just, do it because you also want to think of your mental health along with it you know is it harming you more just staying you know concealed if you if your friends or, or your family is in another country is it better for you to go see them for your mental health and, and stuff like that so it's not just exactly. you know strictly the restrictions and whatnot you got to think of everything about your risk assessment right right great points um what has changed in travel um, and you can answer that, you know, whatever timeline you choose. Right. Um, yeah. So there is a lot of things that are obviously changing and changed. Um, we don't know if they're always going to be like this, but you want to be aware of what's going on now. Um, it's not going to be what you remember traveling used to be because we're not there yet. And most countries are not there yet. You know, you're still going to be lining up. Um, in most places, you're still going to be wearing a mask. Um, you're going to have to determine um, the 
timings for your airport travel. So like if you're going to the airport, you need to give yourself more time because it's going to take a lot longer to go through everything with all the quarantine or the all the restrictions put in place. So everything's just going to take a lot longer than you um, than what it used to be. Another thing um, you want to also keep in mind is, like I mentioned before, the restrictions in other countries, because they may not be the same as what you're used to in your own country. So I know a lot of people think that, okay, well, I can do this in my country, so it should be fine everywhere. But we don't get a ton of international news necessarily. So we tend to, you know, out of sight, out of mind, what I'm doing here is going to be probably relevant over there, but it's not always the case. So you really want to look into what's going on in that countries that in the countries that you're wanting to travel to and what's going on now. Like right. yeah, some of the things that you might want to look at is do you need reservations for restaurants? You know, it's something that you don't necessarily think about, but some places require restaurant reservations to get in. So you want to definitely look into like those smaller little things that um, just kind of like your basic necessities. How am I going to get food? How's my accommodation? How am I going to get from the airport to my accommodation? So it's those little things. Right. Oh and my then, gosh, I'm, I'm always surprised <laughs> to bring all these things up because I don't even think about them. And then I, you know, talk don't. to you and then I go back and I listen again and I take notes and I apply it to my own trip. <laughs> yeah. Was there something else? Yeah. Go I want to just touch on two, two other things. Um, one is travel insurance. So travel insurance is going to be changed. You really want to read those fine details because not all travel insurances are the same. They never were, but, but really nowadays you want to check to make sure if they're covering anything to do with COVID and all the restrictions and things that you're covered for and not covered for. Because if you do get into a situation, you want to make sure that you're not spending a ton of money um, to cover those costs that you thought were covered by your travel insurance. And then the last thing I just really want to touch on is car rentals. Now, car rentals have been in, they're in a bit of a dire situation at the moment because a lot of the car rental companies sold all their cars at the beginning, near the beginning of the you pandemic. You mean they sold them to people? Yeah, they just got rid of their, their lot because they knew no travel was going to be happening. Right. So there is a huge shortage of cars at car rental companies. So you want to book those car rentals as soon as you know you're going to be wanting one. And I would also suggest, because there's a number of car rental places that you can reserve without paying any fees and you can cancel at any time, I would have a second one booked like that just in case you show up and they don't have any cars for you at your first choice. Wow. Wow. Now I've heard I, a lot of horror stories. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I Now I have heard that there's a shortage of car rentals, mm -hmm. but um, I thought it was because people were couldn't fly so they were driving and so I thought it was just a supply and demand kind of issue but right. I did had no idea that they sold their cars and yeah. so there's a shortage <laughs> yeah I know mm -hmm. I, I was surprised too when I heard that that they had sold a lot of their inventory mm -hmm. and I guess it was just to kind of stay afloat while while the pandemic went on right right interesting um yeah and also like um, I think it's important, like what you said earlier um, mm -hmm. about, you know, going to a different country, possibly, I mean, sometimes even different counties, like my parents live in LA yeah. County, um, Orange County, San Diego County, San Bernardino County, like they have different 
rules there. So true. Um, so especially if you're, you know, you, sometimes you just don't know what's going on in another County cause you're concerned about your own and what you have right. to do. But, um, also I would just encourage like listeners to just kind of be sensitive to the rules or guidelines mm-hmm. or orders in other countries. Um, you know, if they ask you to wear a mask or if they ask you to keep your distance or, um, you know, other things like that, like, you know, just like you would respect another country that you go to anyway, like their, their culture and the way they do things. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that's important too. Exactly. And they're there for a reason. They're there to keep everyone safe. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's say people want to travel. They're ready to travel. Mm-hmm. Um, any suggestions for them? Um, I would say start making plans now. Like even if you're not thinking about traveling till maybe the end of the year or into next year, start making those plans now because uh, a few things will will do that is because one, you want to be prepared. So when you are ready to travel, you can just get up and go. Um, two is also you're going to possibly save some money because travel costs are going to go go up. And right now they're, they're enticing people to travel and and that. So you want to capitalize on using those more inexpensive deals that you can get now that you can use for a later date. So I would do that. I would also decide when and where you want to go. So this is going to be kind of vital because it will be able to see if it's a good time of season to go and determine what the restrictions are right now and how viable it is for you to, if you want to travel more immediate or if you want to travel in the future, you kind of know what's there currently and how it can change in the future. And then I would also highly, highly suggest that if you are traveling internationally anywhere, that if you either need to update your passport or if you need to get a passport, do it now. The lines um, and the returns of your passports are through the roof at the moment because they just don't have the people working and the demand is just, it's a few months on, on in some places to get your passport returned back to you. So do it as soon yeah. as you know. I have heard that. Great. Yeah. And do period it period now period. <laughs> like that's kind of how agree. you said it. Yeah. You highly, <laughs> highly suggest. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So let's say, um, so how, how backed up just if anyone's listening does need to, you know, renew their passport or, or okay. Renewing passport and getting a new passport. Can we expect the same amount of delay, the same time? delay. I think renewing your passport, you're going to save on some time. If you're getting a new passport, that's definitely going to take a little bit longer. Um, but I think that both of them are still going to be extended beyond what you're usually normally, um, looking at because, with, I think the last one that I heard for the American passport, because usually for the American passport, it can take up to six weeks to get your passport back. Um, you can also do the rush fees and, and, and stuff like that to get it back faster. But currently at the moment, I think I heard it's between 14 and 16 weeks um, to get your passport back. So it has 
gone up quite a lot. Right. So you want to get that in the process as soon as you can. Mm -hmm. What is that like four months, about four months or something something? like that? Yeah. Right. Wow. And and that's going to be fluid, you know, the more people that they bring back on and and stuff like that, but still it's going to be a backlog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great, great points. Um, Okay. So tips, let's talk about some tips for people planning trips right now. Mm -hmm. So uh, for trip planning, um, I would first, what I would do is I would decide what kind of trip you want. So Mm -hmm. these are kind of the questions you kind of want to ask yourself, how long do you have? Um, Do you want to do a lot of things? Or do you want to have a slower paced trip? Are you going to go internationally? Or are you going to do a domestic trip? So you want to kind of decide, you know, the pacing of your trip, how much money you have. So you want to determine your budget, because you can take a lot of trips with any budget, you just have to make more decisions. So you want to determine, you know, the type of trip that you want so that you actually enjoy your trip because sometimes we overlook that process and we, you know, just come sometimes put too much into a single trip and have it way more busier than we would have liked to have been. Mm. So if you can decide that beforehand, it makes it so much easier to make those decisions throughout your trip planning process as well. Okay. So what kind of trip you want? Do you mean like, do you want to lay on the beach and like not do anything? Like, do you want to sightsee? Like what are some kinds of trips? So some kinds of trips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, First, like, like you said, is you want to decide if you're going to, like you said, go on a beach, you want a cityscape. Do you want a more um, adventurous? Do you want a more lifestyle? Do you want a eco trip. So you want to have a decision of what type of that is. And then to go beyond that, especially when you're going to cities, is you want to determine how, um, how much you want to do and how busy you want to be. You know, the more things you cram in per day, the more busy you're going to be. And it's just going to be, it's, it'll be a trip where you need a, a vacation from your vacation. Mm-hmm. And some people love traveling on those types of trips, not necessarily all the time, but sometimes they're, they're great, but you want to decide which one you're going to go for. Because I usually tell um, all the people that I work with that between two to three things tops per day um, will be a nice pace of trip. Anything more than that gets you a little bit more too busy and run off your feet because you actually want to enjoy the atmosphere and what the actual city is like instead of just, you know, rubbernecking past everything. Now, when you say a lifestyle trip, what do you mean by that one? So lifestyle. So um, that one is more like how you want to. It's retreats and it's more getting like in, yoga. back in touch. Yeah. Getting back in touch with where you want to be, you know, calming our brains because, you know, we've had a lot of stress over the past year and a half. So it's just getting back in touch with yourself and that can be in touch with nature. Um, it could be yoga retreats. Um, I've done silent retreats that are amazing and, you know, uh, doing a complete detox from technology is also a great way to do it as well. So it's just, finding a more peaceful and relaxed you during your trip. Right. Right. I'm asking all these things for myself. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. (laughs) 
Um, I've got a couple other points if you'd like. Please. Yeah. So another thing you want to determine is if it's a good weather time to go to the Mm -hmm. place you're going to, because most of us don't necessarily have a huge range of being able to drop everything and going when, when it's great at the place that you're wanting to go to. You got to kind of plan for those and you have specific times that you're going to be able to take off work. So with that, you want to have kind of a selection of places that you're looking at going, seeing when you have your time off and determining if those are the best places to go at that time. Now, if you are able to juggle the times that you have off each year, then you're going to be able to see more places at their more optimal times. But if you have specific times off every year, then you're just going to have to weigh the pros and cons. Um, And not necessarily high season is going to be the best time for you. Uh, A lot of the places during high season, yes, they have great weather, but they also can be very warm. And if you're not used to being in very warm and humid places, being outside all the time, and a lot of those places, especially in Europe, don't have air conditioning. So you want to make sure that you understand how much heat you can take and if you're going to be comfortable walking around everywhere. So some shoulder seasons are my favorite time to go to places because it's not as busy and the weather is usually uh, a lot nicer temperature and, you know, you may get a day of rain here and there, but not nothing major. Mm -hmm. Great points. Great points. See, and then that's why I like thing. to bring you on. Because you, <laughs> I don't think about any. Well, I mean, not that I don't think about, I don't want people to think I don't think about any of these things. But, but, I know you, but do. you really, I mean, you really, really think about these things, which is why you're planning my retreat. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. You have another point to please go I ahead. Do. Um, you, next, you want to just check before you book any tickets in that if you need a visa or any vaccines, because certain countries require you to have a visa to go to. Um, And I know that is changing for Europe because with America and Canada, we haven't had to have a visa and it's not technically a real visa. It's just a a form that you need to fill out. That was supposed to go into effect. I think it was 2020 or it was this year that was supposed to go into effect, but they pushed it. And I'm pretty sure the travel dates now are, I think it might go into effect next year, but you need to fill out a form before you go over to Europe. Um, so you want to double check and see what the restrictions are for you to go into that country and just make sure that you have that in place. And even when you're looking at, um, what you're needing, you want to make sure that it's what you're needing for when you're traveling. So you are able to call the consulates of those places and just say, I'm traveling, um, at this date, are there any you know, visas that I need to have before I go into the country. So it's, um, so you're prepared and nothing changes when most things don't change. So you're not too worried, but just this new Europe visa because of um, Brexit and and all that type of stuff had come into play. So um, that one is changing. Right. Okay, great. And with the vaccines, we're still yet to be determined on COVID vaccines and stuff like that. So you just want to keep up to date because I don't know if some countries are going to require it or not, or if there's a vaccine that's everything is still swirling around that. So you just want to keep up to date with that as well. Right, right. Yep. Yep. Good. And then right, uh, think, one last oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry yeah, I have so yeah. much to talk about. Oh, no, I love it. I mean, I just, I mean, you always come on and you just give so many tips. I just can't even believe it. Um, 
go ahead. One last thing for your uh, planning your trip is mm -hmm. one thing to stop the overwhelm is to not plan everything all in a weekend. I say just mm. give yourself time to plan it and stick to like one thing a day. So say you're going to um, France and you're going to go to Bordeaux and you're going to go to Paris. So one day you're going to just book your Paris accommodations. So you want to go through all your accommodations and then pick one next day, you know, then you're going to book the ones for Bordeaux and then you book your activities. So this way you're not completely overwhelmed. And when you keep it all together, it makes it so much easier. I use Google docs, especially if you're traveling with other people, other people, you're able to share that with them. They're able to contribute onto that document as well. So you're able to keep everything in place. Everyone can see what's going on and it just keeps it really simple. And if you're not one that enjoys the travel planning, mm -hmm. then reach out to Jen and she can do that <laughs> <Yes>. for you <laughs> because it's supposed to be fun, right? I, I mean, a vacation, is. traveling, like we do it because we are, you know, we, we want to enjoy it. And exactly. if there's parts of it we don't enjoy, then, you know, yep. get I'm, someone to I'm help you. Way. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm the same way with so many things. I'm like, mm, I don't think I like doing that. So I'm going to give it right? to someone else. Exactly. Yeah. There's a, there's a phrase in business, do what you do best and hire the rest. Right. So, I mean, we can use that in this, in this context totally. as well. Like, totally. like do the parts of the travel planning that you like best and then hire the rest. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, okay. I think we have time for one more question. Okay. So I'd like to know if you have any advice for people who are taking a trip post pandemic. Um, be flexible is my first one. Be flexible. Yeah. Yeah. Because things are still going to change a little bit and there's going to be, you know, different things in different countries that you may not be aware of. So you just want to be flexible with what's going on and, what's going on in that country and your own country. Um, again, get your travel insurance, read the fine print. And not only travel insurance, look at all the fine print in everything you're booking. You know, you want to read the fine print in your flights, your accommodations, any tours that you're booking. So you just want to make sure that you understand what you can cancel, what you can cannot cancel if you can get a refund. So you want to know all of those things beforehand so that you're able to cover yourself and understand your risks. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I would also try not to book through third-party websites like TripAdvisor, Travelocity. You're going to get a lot better response when you're booking straight through that company. So either that airline or you can find all of these things through those third parties and then just go to that the one that you've decided to use, go to their website. Um, I do that quite a bit on flights and then also on um, my accommodations. So I will go to like booking.com and then I will find one that I like. If they have a website, I would approach their website, see what the prices are. Sometimes they're cheaper through the third party website and sometimes they're not. You can always just call them or email them and say, you know, do you have a room available? This is what I found on third party because they're paying the third party to advertise for them. Right. So that way, if something goes wrong, it's the hotel is usually easier to, or the airline is usually easier to deal with than a third party website. Right. And then, uh, yeah, I would just say, have patience and be kind, you know, mm -hmm. 
everyone's going through a really tough time and everyone's kind of in the same boat. So you just want to be kind and have a lot of patience, even if things aren't going necessarily right for you, or you're not used to having to do the things that they're doing in a different country, just relax. You're on vacation. You know, you don't necessarily have anywhere specific to be. Mm. So just, you know, breathe, take a deep breath and enjoy where you are. Mm. Falls under the umbrella, under the umbrella of being flexible. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Being patient and kind and understanding and realizing that, you know, we're all at some degree um, going through this together. So yeah, I agree. Wow, Jen, I'm going to listen to this many times. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much as always. Um, no so listeners, uh, go to launch your travels. I'm going to put uh, that link to your website in the podcast show notes. Um, awesome. Also, you have a deal, I think, for listeners. Um, I do. Tell us about that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've got two things actually for you. Um, the first one is uh, I have put together a free uh, guide to traveling during COVID-19. So you're able to grab that. And I have a bunch of checklists in there, as well as links out to find different information and all the things that you should be aware of that I touched on in here, but didn't get to everything that's on my in my document in the guide there. Right. And then the second thing I have is Um, One of the courses that I have is planning the perfect trip, which is great for right now. So if you want to start planning right now, is um, I'm going to give all of your listeners 10% off that course. So I think you're going to be putting the the link or the the coupon code. Yeah, the discount code. Yeah, I'll put that in there. So you'll be able to put that in there and uh, you'll be able to get 10% off and you can watch that straight away. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you so yeah. much, Jen. No problem. Um, I'm looking forward to having you back sometime again soon. And we'll, we'll talk more about what's happening because I always, I mean, I always learn so much from you and I know listeners do too. So thank you oh. for, you know, sharing the free guide with us and yeah, no also problem. for the discount. No problem. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so right. much, Jen. Thanks so much. Great talking with you. You too. If you find the Me Time Midlife podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. The best way is to simply tell your midlife friends about it. It also helps the show's visibility if you rate and review it on iTunes, Stitcher, or simply directly in your Apple Podcasts app if you listen to the show that way. And if you want more Me Time in your life and continue the conversations we have on the show with other women on a similar journey, consider joining our Me Time Midlife Community on Facebook. Simply search for Me Time Midlife Community in your Facebook search bar or go to metimemidlifepodcast.com to learn more. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, remember, you've been taking care of everyone else. It's your turn to take care of you.